Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Welcome to Unspoiled, the show where we review a book, chapter by chapter, or a TV show, episode by episode. You're right in the middle of our Game of Thrones series, where on chapter 8, Arya. We learn needlework stinks and princes are jerks. Welcome to Unspoiled. chapter we go we're with Arya yeah. who is the youngest Stark daughter yes and we finally get into something I care about needlepoint <laughs> open up we're in a scene the young ladies are getting schooled of how to do needlepoint they're getting schooled yeah they got a uh, like a, a tutor a Sansa uh Sansa's her sister no what's the tutor a Septa, Septa? okay yeah I knew this. Well, Septa is like a nun type. Right, but this yeah. is like a, a teachy nun. Yeah. She's teachy sort nun. of. I, well, the maester, I guess, isn't really a teacher. He's like a advisor. Yeah. Okay. He's like a, that guy from Aladdin, Jafar. But like, uh, not an a evil bad guy. genie <laughs> <laughs> worshiper? He was a, uh, was he a, a major domo? Was he a, a steward? What is the word for that? Uh, grand, the a grand, grand vizier. vizier. High five. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> uh, so no. All right. So yeah, which I guess advisor, grand vizier. vizier. <laughs> <laughs> Could we get that in like a company? <laughs> Are you a consultant? I know I'm a grand vizier. Okay, let's get um, serious. But yeah, I when I first read these, I kind of had a little trouble with this chapter just because it's such a trope, like. Oh, she's the girl that doesn't like girly stuff, and nobody understands her. They're trying to make her like it, and she will never do it. And she goes and plays boys' games and watches fights, and I was like, ah, who cares? Yeah, it's not like something that never happens, but it happens 100% of the time. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in books. I feel, I, is it, I don't know if I'm being unfair here, but like, a, a, I feel like a man uh, writing a book, he includes a 12-year-old girl character, in this case, uh, she's, you know... Kind of a tomboyish uh, thing. Yeah, it's um. I didn't mean to call her a thing. That wasn't. <laughs> yes. Thanks for that. Uh, <laughs> any woman who doesn't act like a woman <laughs> is a thing to me. <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely one of the things that I'm like. Does a dude actually have the right to write about this? Not that he doesn't have the right, but you know what I mean. Does he right, know like what the hell is he's it, talking about? And yeah, is that. Interesting. If I write, if I write a book about women, except they all act like me, right? Uh, 
What if Woody Allen did a movie that only had women in it, but they all acted like Woody Allen? What if oh, he, wait. He does. He did do that? <laughs> well, I mean, normally it's all women and Woody Allen. He's like, well, get in line for the makeouts. What a weird Woody Allen impression that is. Wow. Okay, but no, I want to talk seriously. Um, so we learn Arya, she's much more of a Stark. She's She's got cold in her bones and she's got a, a tough face. Yep. And she's not good with needle points. Um, she's but, got the hands of a blacksmith. Yep. She's got to go shoe a horse. In your face, <laughs> Septa. I know what you said. Yeah, that happens later. Yeah. <laughs> she gets sassy. And uh, her uh, sister, Sansa. Why do you want to say it like Sansa? that? Sansa? It just sounds so fun to me. I hate that. You do? How do you say it? Sansa. 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 <laughs> it's going to be tough. <laughs> I really enjoy that name. I'm not even making fun of it. I just, that's how I like to say it. Um, but she's like, she's a lady's lady. She's, uh, well, she's like, she's, she's 12? She's 11. She's 11. She's oh, super but she's be- pretty. She's very pretty. She's very skilled in... Uh, Everything. Every, yeah, your dancing, your poetry, your high harp and bells. Which Even are pre- the bells. <laughs> she can rock the bells. Um... Also, the only two instruments mentioned, which I thought was interesting. Maybe those are the only two lady instruments? Probably. Um, anything? Yeah, she, yeah, she's good at needlepoint. And they're there. They're doing a, a special class with the princess and the visiting nobles. And they're really excited that she's probably going to marry Joff. Yes. They are guessing, but... We kind of know that, we know for, that, that it's happening. Gonna do, but they, I don't think they know for sure. They just saw them walking down together and like filled in the blanks and are making a fairy tale story with it. Right, they probably would have done that. Anyway. No matter who it was. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we found Arya is a little bit closer to uh, her brother John that we spent time with last chapter. Right. Than um, the proper the proper Stark children. Um, and so, yeah, she, she... They're both kind of misfits. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, my God, how much do you fucking hate Joffrey? Okay, let's let's get us over there, but I don't... Answer? Why? I want to talk about this. Let's talk about fucking how much we hate Joffrey. I do. I am agreement in this, but I just want to get Arya over to watching the fight so we know why Joffrey's there. Okay. So, uh, everybody come on a voyage. She gets mad. She's like, forget this stupid needlepoint. You're jerks and I hate you. And she runs off and she goes and hangs out with her half-brother Jon Snow. Um, Jon's watching the royals, uh, the royal men, uh, Man-children? <laughs> Boys? The sons? What are they called? I think man-children is an insult to anybody. Um, well, not if they're, a, if they're seven. Youths? I thought you were saying you. Like, you, man-child. You're a man-child. All right, so the young... Uh, uh, Youths. Yeah, the, the princes, the crown princes, sure. um, are doing a little demonstration, or, like, play fighting with the, uh, the Stark boys. Um, they're they're training, but it's also like everyone's watching, and it's it's kind of a festive atmosphere. Um, they get there, and the two little kids are just like whacking into each other. It's not exciting, but yeah. Then we meet Joffrey's there, uh, so we met him before. He's twelve. He's fancy, um, and we hate him, right? I hate him. I don't know if you hate him, but I, I don't hate him. I get the sense that I don't hate him as much as you do, oh. but I'm not, I'm definitely not on board with, with, uh, Joffrey. Oh, I hate him. God, it just burns so much. So, um, in this chapter, he's fighting, or he's play, it's not play fighting. They're not play fighting. I hate that. Right. <laughs> well, the little kids are probably kind of play fighting, but they're learning. Okay, forget that. We'll move on. 
Um, but it's brought up that Rob Stark wants to fight um, Joffrey again because he's being a little jerk. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, yeah, I'm sick of this. And the guy's like, I beat you before. And he's like, yeah, well, if we're gonna, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm the prince. I don't need you. And the guy's like, let's uh, let's use real swords instead of... That's what Joffrey says. Yeah, that's what he's saying. Oh, okay. He's like, let's make this interesting. Like, I'll, only fi- I'll fight you if we use real swords. Live steel. Yeah. Which is like live ammo, kind of? I guess. It can make and people dead. done. Let's do it. take you down. And then they fight. And, and also, they... bothers me that Joff is taller than Rob. I hate it. You're very concerned with Rob's height. Yeah, I didn't know how short he was until this. Well, this is the first chapter, so we can check in. Maybe there'll oh. be a. <laughs> well, do you think there'll be a weird chapter where it's just like they're marking off how tall he is and parts of Winterfell? They're like, uh, check. But they don't fight. No, they don't. There is some. Uh, uh, there's a gentleman, a knight, who's overseeing the training exercise. He says, uh, "I'll give you some tourney swords, which apparently, what are they using? Like wooden swords before? They're um, they look, they're like." Metal, but swords? they're really dull-edged. But before so they that... they can still inflict a little damage, but they can't cut, and they... Oh, before the tourney swords... I right, because the tourney swords, swords are a step up from what they were using. Right, I don't I know is, what they were using, because we don't get to see them fighting. So before. maybe like a wooden sword, or like a American Gladiators type big cushiony thing with a metal <laughs> pole in the middle. I don't think that, but... Um, so they're like, yeah, live steel. He's like, I'll let you have the tourney sword so you can break a couple bones, but let's not chop anybody's head off. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of, uh, uh, Jeffrey's like, uh, you're, you're worthless. I'm not gonna bother fighting you. Like, oh, and he's got like a, a grown, a grown man with scars over his face. He's like, let him fight. Let him do it. He's the prince. I killed a man when I was 10. You are a child. You need to learn how to Kill. Cut people's air supply off with your bare hands. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and this kind of leads to this weird, and I, I, I kind of want to bring this up as a, a more general topic. So there's, like, this this kind of crowd uh, diss scene in this book, which a lot of books have, especially kids, have them in it, where the one guy's like, you're not anything, and then all his, like, followers are like, ooh. Yeah. But they're always written so... I've never read one where I go like that, reads as true to me because all the disses are always like your mother is probably a lemur and then you're like what like it doesn't it's, <laughs> it's either like a nothing thing like you're pathetic or like just like a dragon wouldn't spit on your coffin and like so that's how you felt about this was that kind of like i got the point and i still hated this kid but it definitely felt i think like the harry potter movies of it too or draco moy felt whatever his name is Malfoy. blondie uh will always say something and everyone's like ooh, and harry's like oh my soul is crushed I'm like he's an idiot like he's not doing anything yeah well with joffrey i think the thing that really gets rob riled up is not that it's like his peers it's his elders that are laughing at him right and specifically the like his family though like the lannister cronies are right with him and um, that he's like humiliating Rob because Rob's a few years older than him, and he's like being paired with a kid that's younger than him and is, but still it seems we're not told this explicitly, but seems to be at the same skill level despite the despite the fact that he's younger. Uh, I wasn't sure because I thought he said that he beat him before. We come back after we arrive after they've had the first fight. Right. I don't remember if they actually say that. I think Rob says he beat him before, but whether he's, you know, maybe they taught, yeah, I don't right. know. But I think the point is more this kid knows he doesn't actually have to do it. 
he's raising the stake, he's making this kid look pathetic. Yeah. He's like, like, oh yeah, I'll fist fight you, but only if we use real guns. And someone's <laughs> like, you can't do that. He's like, well, I guess I win then. <laughs> and, the, and he's just left there holding it like, oh, I guess. Yeah. I guess I wouldn't shoot myself with a real gun. I guess I'm the loser here. And I really love how, just from the sidelines, John just goes, Joffrey truly is a little shit. Yep. From like, up in oh, the... that is exactly what he is. He is a little he shit. He is a little shit. I also noticed they, um, yeah, uh, he wears, they mentioned he, back to, <laughs> welcome to Crest Talk. Uh, he wears the, ban- the banister, the Baratheon. And the Lannister crest, so his father and his mother. So Bannister. Oh, Bannister. <laughs> but uh, that's like that's not how things are done in this patriarchal society. It shouldn't be. Um, it's telling. It's telling. It means you think his mom dresses him, and she's like, "This one looks okay, but let's put the other crest on there and see how it looks." I think it's a. Uh, it's gonna become more clear as time goes on. What's, a, what's going on with I'm that? I don't. I'm pretty sure that they won't tell. <laughs> Yeah, you're probably right. But it, and it, it does seem like they... I can't remember. I, he could have his father's family around him, too, but it's specifically the young Lannister nobles are mentioned as being part of his entourage. Yes. Um, yeah, so... Well, his um, his dad doesn't have the same big family that his mother has. Like, his, his uncle is kind of around, but he doesn't really like get involved in the court life as much. He's like a party guy. Are you guy. spoiling me right now? No. Because I, I haven't met his his dad, his fatherly uncle yet. Alright, well then I'll just say his uncles aren't around. Okay. Well, it seems like um, uh, Rob's Robert, the king, uh, his like whole, he's like one, he's like a or he was in his youth like a force. Like he's the one guy He's, you know, not here because of his family or whatever. Yeah. But these, uh, these Lannisters are like, they're like the mafia. They're like a pack of rats. Like, one, like, no big deal. But they're just, they're, they're around every turn. Right. Um, at least how they're presented this way. So, and yeah, maybe, and that's the thing. You, you become, you're a human, uh, tornado. <laughs> tear yourself into the palace. You're like, I'm the king now. Who am I going to make my, uh, people who do my bidding? Uh, I guess my brother-in-law, my brother-in-law, my uh, wife's dad, a uh, few cousins on that side. I guess I have my one uh, best yeah. friend I can put in there, but he's just surrounded by these other people, which he probably needs to keep things going. Yeah. Yep, he's in a nest of adders, says Ned Stark. No. I know a nest of adders is supposed to be like an adder had eggs and now other adders are hatching out of it. Mm-hmm. But I kind of just picture like a bird got really confused and got a bunch of baby adders and wove them into a nest, which would still be very dangerous. Woven the snakes into a nest? <laughs> yeah. Well, they're like, they're stiff. Like maybe it's, <laughs> I don't know. This metaphor isn't going anywhere. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, so you want to, I mean, that's, that's pretty Yeah, much not it. much happens this chapter. I just like, I'm really excited about this book, but I just fucking can't wait until we get past these first, like, ten chapters. Because, right. God, it's not, like, he's just setting up the pieces right now. Right. And it's totally necessary, but... Well, uh, everyone knows when you're playing chess, the most exciting part is setting up all the pieces. <laughs> or playing Battle War. Yes. Anybody who's played Battle War, you will know exactly what that was uh, about. Please comment on the blog. <laughs> um, 
Hashtag Battalore. But, uh, yeah, so we know, we've met Arya, and uh, she's tiny, and she's a spit, spitball? She's a fireball? Spit, spitfire. Spitfire. Yep. That's the one, yeah. I like that she's a spitty fireball. <laughs> um, and her and John are buds. Yep. And, uh, yeah, there's definitely a, a, a misfit club that Arya, John, and uh, Tyrion would all hang out in. If can it was can real. we be a misfit club? I think we are already. Welcome I'm pretty sure we club. didn't know it. First rule. Everybody else Always does. talk about yourself. <laughs> um, can we do predictions? Do you have more? No. Predictions. Do predictions. It. I'm really... Not a ton happened here. Yeah. So I'm going to speculate even on more baselessly than usual. Awesome. Uh, I really want there to be a moose involved, please. Okay, let me take that in. All right. Um, so, okay, we. I think there's going to be a showdown between uh, Rob Stark and Joffrey, Prince of... Oh, I was really hoping you were going to stay between Rob Stark and the Moose. No, no, I'm working it in. <laughs> and Joffrey, Prince of... Tides? No, Prince of... What's he the Prince of? He's just the Prince. He's yeah. the Crown Prince. Joffrey... And him, we're going to fight. We're going to find out that the crown, the stag of Baratheon is actually a moose. And that it is pulling the strings. Oh, no. Manipulator moose. Oh, yeah. Put, throw out there the uh, thing that you found out about the dire wolf that you said. Oh, yeah. So I was just thinking. We, we did the little uh, wolf talk, a little omen talk last time. There's a, a wolf. Gets stabbed with a, a antler. It led me down some weird paths of speculation that didn't turn into anything, and then I decided uh, it was an omen uh, that the Baratheons are going to turn on the Starks, um, or somehow wound them dramatically. Uh, and I predicted that uh, the king, uh, Robert Baratheon, would kill Ned Stark. But I was just thinking, that was a mama wolf. It wasn't a papa wolf, so maybe it's uh, Caitlyn Stark who should be worried. Um, it may not be quite that, I'm still going, I have that weird thing where I take an omen and I make it weirdly a little bit more literal than it's supposed to be, but, uh... Everybody who's read these books, let's just take a moment to laugh at how unprepared Brennan is for everything that's gonna happen. But it's a wolf, she's got five kids. He has no idea. And... <laughs> I like wolves. Uh, I don't think I'd ever go hunt one, but so if I had adorable. a cuddly one that would sniff All my right, hand... next one. Next um, uh, prediction. Oh yeah, Arya's gonna be totally... Uh, Badass? Um, she's gonna be pissed off about um, Jon Snow going to live on the wall. I'm gonna, in my tradition of making wildly specific predictions, let's say she's gonna take her horse riding, uh, tomboyish ways and run off and, like, I'm gonna go see John. She's gonna go to the wall. Yeah, she's gonna, like, she's All gonna right. leave and, and, like, go visit. Okay. Uh, I, to keep in mind, anything that doesn't happen in this book could be one of the books he hasn't written yet. So, I can, unless, I guess unless important people die, but then more people could be born, get the same names and never happen. <laughs> so, let's keep that book open to the page that says Brandon is awesome. To the page that says Brandon needs to write fan fiction to make his dreams come true. If it's in the back of the book, like if you can use it on that couple blank pages they leave there, it's not fan fiction, it's technically it's official. Yeah, I think so. Yes, that's Are there cannons later? <gasps> is there a pirate battle? Oh, hey, off topic note. The Kraken is the coolest uh, sigil, sigil. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. I know. Uh, Every time that they say people's sigils, 
Everybody, like, there's some really, like, totally not intimidating sigils. <laughs> the out there. wine glass. There's like butterflies, and no, I'm not kidding. <laughs> the like, parsley sprig. There's um one that's like a squirrel or something. This guy's sigil is an old television. They didn't even have those. <laughs> and they have like you know you picture sigils being in like gold and red and black and you know all these colors that sort of like give you the idea of fierceness. But then there's like pink and white sigils that sure. are but, Easter Bunny. but it's like a bear on a pink and like Ooh. you know that's not the actual one but it's a kind of intimidating animal with a really hilarious well maybe color it's like kind of a Cameron uh, Kanye thing where you wear a pink shirt but you act really tough and you're like come on ask me about my pink shirt maybe maybe but that should be my sigil you will cause you're gonna see like so many sigils he goes through like a page two pages just describing each person, their colors, their sigil, and the, like, main three people from the family that you need to know when they get into What, like, outside of the narrative? No, in the narrative. And then he has, like, back pages that are filled with family trees and, like, he has the last name of the family, the sigil, the colors, their, their motto, the, um, the oldest family member, the patriarch, mother, children... And, it, like, if you look in the back of the book, it's all there. That sounds great, because my previous favorite book before reading this was uh, Deuteronomy. So I'm a big fan of uh, rules and long lists and begats, so I think, ooh, I just hit a cat. Um, I begat a cat. I, be, I begat a cat. And with that, I leave you... With that? With that. <laughs> Shoot. Can we call it? All right. I, okay. Eagle high five. Eagle high five. Thanks for listening to Unspoiled. Come find our blog at unspoiledpodcast.blogspout.com or come like us on Facebook or subscribe to us on iTunes. See you next chapter. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.